Hey, awesome people. How are you guys doing today? On this Monday. <coughs> Don't remind us. <laughs> I am Janae Wildheart and I am the warrior. Um, this is the warrior. Um, before we get started, I would like to say, I hope you're having a blessed day. Um, this message is not going to be harsh. It's going to be very, very awesome. And I was thinking about something to say, but before we get started, let's pray to God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father God, we love you. We praise you. We bless you, my King. Set all distraction aside and let your glory be known to all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Father, for those that know you, that heaven just inside, just inside. Just that we need to set our mind on it. Father, give honor to yourself. And we rebuke with binding principalities with the sword of the word of God. In Jesus' name, and the Holy Spirit show up and show up. In Jesus' name, amen. If I had to put my finger on a subject, which I just did, and it says in the Bible, towards to the goal that before you, set for the race, before you run a, um, set for the prize before you. Don't set out treasures on earth, but treasures in heaven, where your heart is, so is your treasures. But I want to talk about running the race. It says, fight a good fight of faith, and all this good stuff about fighting. It says, do not be confined to the world, but the renewal of your mind. You know, I, I really respect people in the Bible and the people that die for the faith every day. Because they don't they have a they have a mindset. They have a race to run. A fight to fight a fight to fight. But they're not fighting against flesh and blood. They're fighting against to live for Christ is died the gain. So with this said, I want to talk about something I don't talk about much of. Is the prize that is set before us. You know, our <clears throat> we always talk, I always talk about the groom, the bad, the, the ugly, and the worst of the world. But I want to talk about something good for a change. Set the pace. It says, keep your heart on things above. Um, have a good attitude. You guys know I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm a big wrestling fan. You might as well kick my butt with it. And my favorite wrestlers, I will name them in case they get a glimpse of me on there. No. Um, one of them is AJ Styles. I love the phenomenal one. Um, his real name is Alan Jones. The other one, as you know, is my all-time favorite, Nick Nut, Dolph Ziggler, which he is with the Dirty Dogs, and he is my favorite wrestler of all times, and I think he is beautiful. And his real name is Nick Nemeth. The other one is Damien Priest, a new one that I just put in there. Pray for him. <laughs> 
that he would come to face. But I love what he, I love his magnificent, his attitude. Um, another one that I love to watch is Roman Reigns, which is Joe. Joe, Joe uh, overcome leukemia. Who else? I'm messing somebody out of that whole mess that I love watching. AJ Sal, Drew McIntyre. I love Drew McIntyre. Drew Gallows. And another one that's on this is John Moxley. And Brian Pillman and Ryan Nemeth. Um, list goes on in wrestlers from the years till now. And one thing I love about these guys is the way that they present themselves with promos, with the with the agenda, um, sports, um, how do I put this? The ring entire, the acrobatic movements in the ring. It just blows me away. It's like watching ballet with men. And women actually put their bodies online. If you screw up a move, you can actually damage. Um, but what I want to talk about is how wrestling comes into life, our life. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We we wrestle with flesh and blood, but principalities. It's kind of like a heel and a baby face. We're the baby face, and we got the evil one at our door, trying to steal what we got. But you know what's so amusing about wrestling? There's a belt, and in the um. In the um, in the site, you know, we we have a prize set before us too, and that's heaven. And if we don't, we mess up. Or we don't, if we mess up, we don't get back up and say, do another promo. We don't do the job. We lose out. Some of those wrestlers probably wouldn't see daylight if they did something wrong. Because there's so much distractions. Out of their per- out of the ring, they deal with the same thing we do. They get cuts and bruises. They have a life too. Some of them are Christians. But what you don't see in the ring is what you don't what you don't see in the ring and behind closed doors is some of them are actually dealing with demons. And I'm gonna list some of the people that dealt with their demons to get where they are now. If you don't know who Joe is, Roman Reigns. They call him the head of the table, the tribal chief, the big dog who was with the shield. And this guy, we didn't know, fans didn't know that he was doing leukemia. 
It wasn't scripted. It wasn't a publicity stunt. He was out of ring for a while. And he kicked leukemia's butt. And now he's the big dog. He's Catholic. I, I know he's Catholic somewhere. Well, you don't know about um, John Moxley. Really, John Good. He was the only demons. His own demons. Out of the ring. Had a beautiful wife. One of the announcers for WWE. Renee Young. They just had a baby. And he was an alcoholic. He was drinking, smoking. He put himself through rehab. Three three months in rehab. And came back stronger than ever. And he's Catholic. I know he is. He crosses himself and all that good stuff. But we didn't know he was that. And he is one of the most decorated wrestlers in the world. The other one, um, Drew Gallows. Right, it's your McNair right now. He had next next surgery. He dealt with depression. And how he fed on it was alcohol. Instead of, and he almost lost his wife. His wife was my son of gold. But you know what? He said, I, I needed to talk to somebody. And he is Scottish. It don't matter where you're from, where, well, belt. What United States or otherwise, you deal with stuff. We're, we're human nature. We deal with stuff. Just like TV, just like art. They deal with stuff too. Behind closed doors. Look, I mean, Drew Gallows was an alcoholic in training. And he, he said in an interview, I was depressed because his mom died and he didn't know how to cope with it. That's why you see a sword and named it after his mom. Another person, and he's silver. He's silver up, but now he's the top dog of WWE. Another one that I want to call out. Alan Jones. One of the most the right decorated wrestlers and the most popular one too. He is he made Japan, he made big in wrestling. But what you don't know about the childhood is his dad was drunk. And he came in well that he was he was living hell. And he sucked the Christ the Savior. He's Christian. If you want to hear his story, go to um, Cracking Skulls with Steve Austin. It will tell you the story behind that. Last but not least, my favorite wrestler, <laughs> Dolph 
Ziggler, which is Nick Nemeth. You would think the guy is perfect, you know, cars, houses. What you don't know about Nick Nemeth, he works his ass off to get where he's at. He don't want nothing in return. His promos are crazy. But one thing I've seen him do is put his heart in, his, in the craft that he does. And he's a Christian. His dad's a pre preacher. And you know what's so amazing about Nick? Is he, he tries. And he encourages other people to do their best. At what they do. He he makes paycheck, but you know what? He loves entertaining. And so that John Moxley, he did an interview with his wife in there. And he said, I, I'd rather pay, play at the YMCA. I love performing. And some of these people don't do it for a paycheck. They do it because they love what they do. But you know what they gun for is a reward. They're fixing to do the Royal Rumble this week, this coming week. And it shows who can be the top dog, who can make it. You know, in life, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a wrestling game. How many souls can we win? And the person that we're throwing over the rope is Satan. That's how we fight our battles. We get in shape by reading the word of God. We encourage one another as it is in the ring, working together, coming up with ideas how to win people to God. We come up with a routine of how to get People to see God in different lights, with drama, and with everything. And at the end of lifespan, instead of going to the ring, we're going to heaven. With a belt of crowns. With treasures that were laid up. And every time we grasp for the belt, like these wrestlers that are named... Sometimes you got to be knocked down to get back up. Nick Nemeth, Dolph Ziggler. You don't know how many times he got knocked down. But he gets back up and fight a good fight. Same with AJ Styles. Sometimes you got to lose friends. In the storyline, he had to lose his bodyguard. And you know what? Pays off to lose a couple friends because you gain respect by the world. Not by the world, but by God. Because the ones that drag you down are not the ones that come to build you up. I tell you what, in my personal life, out of the wrestling scene, in my personal life, you know, I had to cut some losses. I had to cut some friends. They were bringing me down. They were bringing venom in my relationship with God. And it was very toxic. toxic. And I didn't like it. 
So God put me up on the stool and said, Jenna, I'm going to mold you into something you need to be, not what you want to be. You know how many personas Nick Nemes went through to become Dolph Ziggler? He went from a caddy, from a male cheerleader, to a rock and roll baby. Sometimes you got to see where your niche is with God. And God will put you in spots and see, will test you where your strength is. It says when you are weak, then you become strong. That's like the old time wrestlers. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Two of my favorite legend wrestlers. One of them is Brian Pillman. All made a name for themselves in wrestling. And you know what? They made a legacy of it. So when you think the road is hard, look for the prize set before you in the race. Look at your favorite sport. I'm going to do that and change gear a little bit. From my favorite to yours. Yours might be not wrestling, might be football. You know, the team, some of your favorite team might be Clemson. Gamecocks, USC, whoever your team is, pretend you're part of it. And that team is cheering you on from heaven for the goal that is set before you. But you know what's so sad about this whole road of life? It's real. We watch a lot of movies, we watch a lot of sports, but you know what? Our life is not a movie no more. It's realistic. And you know what's so sad? Some people take the high road out. Suicide. You know how many wrestlers committed suicide? Too many. Too many people in the entertainment business commit suicide. Even in real life. Even in... Today's world, suicide is the most easiest way to get out of the world. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to say you're going to go to heaven. If you think that, some might go to heaven. But very few will see heaven. If you commit suicide and you're not in your righteous mind, I think God gives you a break. But for them that just doing it, I want to tell you, heaven is not in sight. It's hell. You can fight me on it. I don't care. Because God has shown me otherwise. You know, I really am a firm believer. If you commit suicide, you are not going to see heaven. You are going to see the pearly gates of hell. And, you know, you're taking your own life instead of the one that gave you life. And that's God. I, I really, really encourage you. If you're thinking about suicide, don't. It ain't worth it. A lot of people will tell you, I, I'm telling you now, don't do it. Because God loves you. And so do I. And others do too. You might think nobody cares about you. You'll be, you'll be so mistaken. People love you more than you think. Another thing I want to say about this goal thing, 
the battle that you're going to get ain't going to be about. It's going to be a clown. If you finish your race with God, you might as well be in for an awesome wake You're going to be in for an awesome, awesome celebration. Belt in hand and God in your corner. But I'm going to tell you, if you don't have God, you're not going to win the race. It's just a marathon that keeps on going. Kind of like a hamster in a wheel. Just running and running. And nobody's there to cheer you on. And the enemy is going to get you. And get you distracted. And pull you down. Into something you don't want. Janae, how do you know this stuff? Because I watch. I deserve. I watch enough... I watched enough TV to see where the world's at. I don't watch new I don't watch news. I watch enough stuff to say that we need to get our lives right. You know, I wanna give you guys a tad of my testimony. And I wanna close with this because it's a long testimony. I never thought I would be a sold out Christian. I started out, I didn't even know who God was. At the age of four, I couldn't even speak. I have a slow brain, but God has really healed me and really worked with me a lot and trained me to be more like him and for me to think for myself and not for others. Not like others, but what I'm trying to say is, I didn't know who Jesus was. I just knew that there was a guy that went to Calvary, not even Calvary, just a guy that loved me. But I didn't acknowledge it. We sung Jesus loved me, and I didn't even know what that meant. But you know what? Greater, greater things came. But in the midst of outside my outside my world, I couldn't contain anything. I graduated from high school. I I went to elementary was best student I could be. I I made a piano. I was successful outside. Inside I didn't know who I was. I was running races that I didn't even know I was running. I was doing stuff that I didn't even want to do to find love. But Jesus came to me in a form that I never thought I would from people telling me about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, let me give you one example of one time it happened that Jesus took president. I was living with my sister, <clears throat> just turned 21, I think. Stupidity hit. Don't drink mad dog and don't get drunk. Get drunk on the Holy Spirit. Um, <clears throat> That's for another story, but I know. This young lady I met, I forgot her name, took me to her church. 
I got pneumonia real bad that year. And she took care of me. She really did. I got real sick that day. And while I was at that church, I accepted Christ as Savior. I didn't know I did something so awesome. But I tell you what, it helped me not to sell myself short to the enemy. Sometimes we make record deals that go south and they rob us. Kind of like wrestling does too. Kind of like our life, we get robbed by the enemy. And we wish stuff that we don't really know what we're wishing. So, um, the year in 1999, I was homeless. I wish God would take away my voice. I said, I will sell myself if I can get my voice taken away. It didn't happen, as you know. Saying can trick you into believing that you're nothing when you're something. You can give and you can give and you can give and you won't get nothing back from the world. But greater is he that is in you that is in this world. God gave his son as a ransom for us. And all he asks is for us to give back. You know, I, 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 I'm really going to close with this. I, I say that a lot, but it sounds like a preacher. But, you know, we, we tend to think life is so hard, and it can be at times. And it is a hard road. But, you know, when you get in that ring and you wrestle and you fight, and you know what? At the end of lifespan, you're going to get that world title. You're going to get that universal title handed to you with your name written in the Lamb Book of Life. You know, I I love wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I love it. It's one of my favorite sports. It ain't even a sport. It's entertainment. But it's my favorite thing to watch. But, you know, art imitates life a lot. I don't know where you're standing out with God, but I want to encourage you, and I don't usually do encouragement, but I want to encourage you to really get with God, get in the Word of God, and really reap on the blessings of God. Because I'm reading Matthew. I'm reading the book of Matthew, the end chapter, and you know what? It's been more blessing than it has ever been. Because my heart and soul and might is in what I'm reading. Get to church. Find a church that is very, very spirit-filled. Reap on the Holy Spirit. And second, find, a cl- find, find yourself in a peaceful position. And get with God. Talk to him like you and me, just like he's a person. Not order him around and say, I want this, this, this. He is not a vending machine. But tell him, you, it says, cast all your cares and worries and all this to the Lord. 
He's listen. There's been times I cried. If you need to do a cry fest, do it. He's right there. He will hold you with his righteous right hand. That's scripture, not me. It says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Let God be your rest. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that we just reach for the title and get it. Because it's right there and at our feet. I pray that we come to know you because at the endless film we get to see you in the title and give it to you back in Jesus' name. You guys have a blessed Monday. I am Janae Wildheart, and this is the Warrior signing off. <laughs>